tweet at SFM Radio and at Aldrin Simpia. It's 23 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Pavarshi Pariachi, who is the acting provincial manager at the South African Human Rights Commission in KwaZulu-Natal. The South African Human Rights Commission held an engagement today with the education department, school governing bodies, principals and religious bodies in KwaZulu-Natal to discuss religious rights. The engagement follows different school incidents where children who belong to the Shamba Church being forced to cut their hair to adhere to the school rules. Their religion is against cutting of their hair and the parents send complaints saying their rights are being violated. How do we balance the school rules and respecting people's rights to religion? Uh, Pavarashi is now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What's, what, what, what are some of the complaints that uh, the Human Rights Commission has received? Um, good afternoon, Alvin, uh, to you and to your listeners, um, and thank you. Some of the complaints that the Commission has received um, relating to the right to religion um, relates to learners not being allowed to use um, their red strings if they were Hindu learners, the use of wearing uh, the isipandla, um, wearing headscarves, um, sometimes not necessarily in schools alone, uh, but also uh, involving uh, members of the Nazareth Baptist Church who have not been allowed um, or who are prevented basically from cutting their hair, um, who are prevented from having uh, from growing their hair and cut and having um, their beards grown. And and with the engagement that you had today, was there clear indication how at least we can strike a balance? Because after all, um, these religious rights are protected in the constitution. So the law is very clear, particularly in regard to the Constitution, like you've mentioned, and the promotion of equality and prevention of unfair discrimination act, which is also known as the PUDA. Um, the balance is not really uh, merely about tolerance, um, but it's also about being able to accept and respect one another, given our various diversities, which include religious beliefs and practices, and the need to express um, ourselves in terms of our religious beliefs. The Department of Education um, today shared with us directives that they have issued to various schools um, you know, in the province, which basically instructs and guides the school governing bodies and the school principals, basically, in the formulation and contact, the content of the, the code of conduct and the sexual policies, what they need to contain um, and what they actually need to make provision for. Um, and this does include compliance with the Constitution, um, and various other empowering legislation. It actually provides for learners to be able to practice their religion and their culture in terms of Section 15 and 31 of the Constitution, and it makes provision for there to be some sort of an exemption process where learners should be able to apply to the relevant authority being the principal of the school to say that I am a member of the Nazareth Baptist Church, for example, and therefore in terms of my religious uh, beliefs and practices, I am not um, allowed to cut my hair mm-hmm. or cut my beard, for example. But, but, but why, why, should, why, why should that pressure now lie on, on the student or the, or the pupil to come and say that I am Hindu and therefore um, this should be allowed? Because we're almost creating this Christian hegemony where uh, Christianity is seen to be okay and any other religious practice outside of Christianity is deemed um, inferior or not worthy of the policies and the standards that are being brought in by the schools and the school SGBs. 
Look, Alvin, I do share you. I think um, you're quite correct because it, it, it shouldn't really be the case where a landlord necessarily has to go and make this exemption. Mm-hmm. But we also face circumstances where you find some practices are not necessarily uh, in proper accordance with religious practices. And therefore, you know, a landlord would have to be able to justify, yes, I am actually a member of the, the Nazareth Baptist Church, for example. Uh, you find some learners wearing items to school that may uh, not necessarily pertain to their specific religious groupings. And there is also an issue where you need to balance the, the issue of discipline uh, as well as the school's code of conduct. Uh, around this issue is also the issue of lack of knowledge and ignorance as well, because to a certain extent, um, it also does involve a level of arrogance. And I say this because um, so many years into democracy, you would expect that by now various educators and schools and so forth would know that a Hindu learner would wear or use a red string, for example, um, and that uh, a Shemba learner is not going to cut their hair or, or their beard for that matter. Um, so this is some of the challenges that we, we face and that have been sort of unpacked today. Yeah. Um, it's really a lack of awareness, and there's a lot of work that still needs to be done around this. Because especially, things, uh, sorry, Pavashi, especially sure. because considering, for instance, when you speak about schools in KZN, knowing where the schools are located and knowing who the parents of these children are and what religious groupings they are part of. Yes, no, absolutely. In many of these instances, they are just really a, a clear violation of the learner's rights. There's been a number of uh, matters that the uh, Nazareth Baptist Church has raised with the Commission today, and all of these will be investigated and dealt with by the Commission. In fact, we've actually had some learners that were in, in attendance today because they have actually been excluded from school um, since February this year uh, because they were not cutting their hair and their beards. Mm. So it is a matter that we are prioritizing because they are still out of school. But what's the education department saying about that? Kids being out of school for over a month because they don't want to cut their hair because of religious reasons? So the the Department of Education and the officials who are present here with us today were in full support of uh, the rights enshrined in the Constitution. And from their point of view, obviously, this should not be dealt with by the schools in this manner. In actual fact, we already have an engagement set up with one of the schools that are affected for tomorrow morning and the Department of Education because they are quite um, uh, clear in their um, intention Mm -hmm. to support the commission and to support the learners because this is a clear violation of their constitutional rights. What about the SGBs? Because they derive their power as well from being elected into those positions that inform these policies of the schools. Yes, look, uh, obviously the SGBs do have a key key role to play as well. They are also bound by the Constitution just like everybody else. And and in in so doing, they need to ensure that the school's code of conduct and whatever policies they do put in place um, for each particular school, that it has to be in line with the Constitution and that it must provide mechanisms for reasonable accommodation of learners in terms of religious beliefs as one example. But like you have alluded to already, they also need to be aware of these things. In certain instances, it may not necessarily have to follow the process of an exemption. But there are certain instances where the process would need to be applied, and if so, there must be provision made for that. Thank you so much for your time. That is the Acting Provincial Manager at the South African Human Rights Commission in KwaZulu-Natal, Pavashi Pariyachi.